Hi, welcome back to the Moment of Impact podcast. Uh, thank you so much, as always, for joining me. Uh, if you're new here, this is a place where I talk about thoughts and ideas and actions that can help you make better impact and more consistent impact uh, in your life, in your leadership, and of course, in your golf game as well. Today's episode is a little bit of a segue from the first episode that we uh, had on the podcast. And in the first episode, we spoke about the concept of the grip and how that plays an integral part in your ability to produce power in your golf game uh, and consistency and how uh, the way in which you hold the club, in other words, the, the tension with, with, with which you hold onto that club really dictates the amount of flow and power um, and consistency you can create. Uh, we, we then looked at that in, in terms of our lives and our leadership and saying, you know, where are we holding on too tight and, and not uh, allowing things to flow and happen um, so that we can create sort of sense of momentum and power in our lives. Um, and we looked at that in terms, in terms of leadership as well, you know, in your teams, how you are interacting with teams, uh, your team and different teams across your organization, um, whether you're holding on too tight or whether you need to hold on uh, tighter uh, to provide direction and clarity um, and actions. And so today will be a little bit of a segue from that, and I'll explain that in, in, a, in a little bit in this episode. But uh, what I wanted to talk to today is a, quite a big subject, I guess, um, quite a significant one for every single person, I guess, on the planet. But it's about purpose. I wanted to talk about purpose. And I suppose you could uh, talk about it as you know, playing on purpose. If you've ever seen somebody play really well on the golf course, um, what you'll observe is just a sense of confidence and uh, calmness. Uh, there's sort of this decisiveness that they go about, or somebody would go about playing their game. Every shot they hit has, a, I guess, a sense of th authority behind it um, or confidence. Um, you'll see that they're kind of in this sweet spot of you know, high excitement, but also a high degree of relaxation. You know, it's sort of that that flow zone i like to call it um and, and really that is the sweet spot and it's such a beautiful thing to watch you know i've had many times i've played with people that have exhibited this kind of uh, uh confidence in the way they play and you know the, the phrase that comes to mind often is like watching poetry in motion you know it's just a beautiful thing to watch but it's also an incredible thing to experience for yourself uh, i know that for the golfers listening to this you know when you're when you're playing well, it just feels uh, more effortless to produce power to, you know, you're, you're enjoying the course more because you're in play more often um, and you're, you're scoring well and you're, and you're hitting the sweet spot of, of the club. Your ball striking is good. Uh, there's a sense of clarity in your mind and confidence, you know, and I think that's a great spot to be when you're playing golf. Obviously, that's where we want to be most of the time. I would also say that that's a great space to be in life right and in leadership where you're you're confident um you but you're also calm and you're going about things with clarity and a sense of decisiveness about the direction you're heading in and the actions you're taking i think that's just an incredible space to be and part of this podcast is to in some way inspire and encourage you to live like that and to lead like that and to play golf i guess in that way as well and so i'm going to share some thoughts today about this idea of purpose and 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 those things I've just described, the traits that you would experience in yourself or see in other people, um, 
really come down to and, and, and have impact because somebody is operating from a place of purpose. Uh, you know, when somebody lives in, in, on purpose or they play on purpose, they're intentional about what they're doing, uh, you see a higher degree of impact, right? Uh, there's, there's more focus uh, and, and there is a sense of seriousness and, and doing things with a sense of focus, but there's, there's also a sense of joy and playfulness uh, that we can see in other people and we experience of ourselves when we're living from a place or operating from a place of purpose. And so today we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about sort of living and leading from that place of purpose. And I know that there's you know, many ideas around this, this idea of, of purpose. And, and you know, one of the questions that could arise is you know, how do we get to this place? <laughs> how do we uh, get to this place in our lives and maybe in the way that we lead others? Um, and maybe in our golf game as well. And as I said, there's many concepts, many thoughts, countless ideas out there about purpose. And I just wanted to share my thoughts on where I think it all starts. What is the main thing that has to be in place or, or really needs to be there for you to live out of a place of purpose? Um, and, you know, again, if you, if you observe the game of golf and, and as you play it, uh, you'll see that one prerequisite for making any kind of impact with the ball or any kind of contact with the ball is to have a golf club in your hands, right? Uh, you need to have uh, this piece of equipment in your hands to make contact with the ball. Without the golf club, there is no contact with the ball. Um, I know there's been some uh, people that have tried to play golf by throwing the ball around the course, um, but that's not only uh, not great for your shoulders, it's just not that fun, and that's not the purpose of the game, right? And so to make impact in golf, you have to have a golf club in your hands and I suppose that's where I'm going to start is this this big question of life and golf it's pretty easy to answer uh, but in life sometimes it takes a lot more reflection and the big question and this is something that I've I've come to in my life and, and very much the reason I do what I do today is having to ask myself the question of what is in your hands and that's really the starting point again there's many ideas and thoughts and concepts about how to live out your purpose and how to do all of that. But I think the starting point is firstly and foremostly to ask yourself the question, what is in my hands? As a golfer, that's very easy to answer. When I was coaching golf, I was kind of uh, <clears throat> trying to, I've always been fascinated about this idea of living uh, from a place of purpose because I, I fundamentally believe that life is short, right? There's, there's a brevity to it. And gosh, don't we know that from what we're going through in the world today? Uh, you know, that life is short um, and at any moment in time, things can happen that can change it. And so we have to make the most of the time that we have. And to do that, we have to live from a place of purpose. This is a place where we can live from, from joy and enthusiasm and contribution. Um, and that's really a, a great space to live from. And so again, in golf, it's very easy to understand. When I was coaching golf again, I had to ask myself the question, what's in my hands? What is my purpose? And, and the answer I had there was, well, there's a golf club in my hands. <laughs> right? Uh, that was pretty obvious to me. Uh, but then the other question was, well, yes, and, you know, I think that's always a good question. Yes, and uh, is always a fantastic, inquisitive, curious kind of question to ask. And so as I reflected on this question of what is in my hands, and I, as I'm talking, I, I, would, I would suggest that you write this question down and, and reflect on it. But as I did that, I thought, well, what, what are the other things that are in my hands? Because these are the raw ingredients uh, that when you bring them together create your unique purpose right 
And so to me, the golf club was a significant part of understanding my purpose, uh, having that in my hands. And in fact, the cover of this podcast, you can see that I'm holding a golf club in my hands and that's very intentional. But the other thing that was in my hands was the ability to teach. Um, obviously, I was coaching golf. And so having that ability to coach and to convey a message and to teach concepts and methodologies to people, uh, you know, and I, and I took that, you know, potentially outside of the realm of just coaching golf. I was good at teaching and speaking about concepts, uh, good at communicating these things to people. And so I have this sort of ability to, to play golf and to coach golf. And that's, you know, represented by the golf club that's in my hands. But I also have this ability to speak and teach and inspire and educate and uh, encourage people. This is just naturally who I am. And the more and more I reflected on it, the more and more I realized that about myself. And so the, to answer the question of what's in my hands, I came up with all of these different ingredients, so to speak. And so what I would encourage you to do to help you find your purpose is to ask yourself what's in my hands. And for some people, it is uh, your natural skill and ability or your trained skill and ability. Maybe you love numbers and you're just very, very good at that. And you're excited by you know, uh, when things come together in an equation or a solution and you, and you love sifting through data and information to make sense of things, uh, that is your innate interest. That is your curiosity. That is the thing that you're passionate about. Uh, that is the thing that, um, you know, makes you smile when you think about it. I know if I speak in maybe to some people that's a foreign concept that if you would get excited about numbers, but there are people that are like that. Some people get excited by picking up a pen and, and, and sitting with a blank piece of paper and the, the excitement of being able to write something and create something um, is something that juices them up, right? It lights them up, it turns them on. And so the question of like what's in your hands is also, you know, come up, comes about by asking the question of like what, what lights me up, what turns me on, <laughs> you know? Um, what is the thing that makes me come alive? Uh, I know that is a broad kind of thing and, and it may seem a bit like sort of motivational speech-ish, but it's true. What is the thing that when you think about it, when you spend time contemplating it or whilst you're doing it, there's almost like a joy or a, or a fire that is in your belly, right? Um, and that's just an amazing gift of life is that we can have that experience and that sensation whilst we're doing something. You can hear as I speak, I'm really passionate about that. And so looking at what's in your hands is, is, is yes, looking at a, a specific skill set, like maybe it's teaching or maybe it's, uh, you know, writing or maybe it's calculating or maybe it's strategizing. Uh, maybe it's just your ability to come up with ideas and thoughts, right? And, and know, you know, I sort of spoke to somebody yesterday. They said they just have this ability to know what the next steps are, right? They don't know how they did it. They don't know where it came from. They don't know how they trained it and conditioned it, but it's just part of them, right? They're able to speak to people and to see and to hear what people need to be doing next. And so that's an incredible ability. And so part of your purpose is maybe you're trained, educated, uh, uh, you know, may, maybe it's university trained or whatever it is, that's part of your skill set. Uh, maybe it, that's part of your purpose. But there's also that sense of what's that thing that emotionally moves you. Uh, that drives you you know i i sometimes you know just full disclosure i can watch a a movie on tv and when somebody's like against the odds uh, you know winning and doing things i'm a sucker for those kind of things you know uh, i get emotional about people you know reaching their potential 
thriving in their lives and doing something significant with it. That's something that's really, really deeply important to me. And that forms part of my purpose. And I would say that I'm, I'm speaking in this way and asking you these questions to stimulate that kind of thinking for yourself. So finding your purpose or living out of your purpose starts with asking this question, what's in my hands? And so one of the ways outside of just asking yourself these questions and looking inwards uh, is, is obviously that part of that process is to become more self-aware to reflect more often on yourself and your responses to situations and circumstances and things that you interact with. You do that with a sense of curiosity and go, ah, oh, that's interesting. I felt, I felt this way when I was doing this or I, I experienced this emotion when I was doing that or my thoughts were clearer when I was in this place or doing this thing. And so the, the, the key to finding your purpose is self-awareness to know what, as I like to say, what makes you tick and what ticks you off, Right? I think it's super important to be able to navigate that and, 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 and look at that. So you have to have this self-awareness and that takes time. That takes a conscious in the beginning, at least conscious effort to be habitually reflecting. You know, the, the, the more you do it, the, the, the sort of more clarity you come to quicker, right? You can't reflect once a year and expect to get to your purpose really quickly. Um, you know, one of the things I love about golf is that as you hit the shot, you get immediate feedback and you reflect immediately on the shot. You're like, oh gosh, I felt like this after I hit it. Or I felt like my hands came through a little early or you know, I lifted up a little bit in my, my spine or you know, I, was, I, I didn't have the right club. And so in golf, what I love about that, whether you're aware of it or not, is that there's automatic feedback. There's, there's, a, there's automatic, almost unconscious, reflective process that happens on every shot that you hit because it's so closely linked to your feel and your sensations and your physical kind of experiences. And so I think your life can be like that, you know, in, in, in conversations that you have to develop this, like, you know, I think it's called reflective intelligence to be able to have a conversation with somebody, monitor your thoughts, uh, obviously to be present to them, but then after those things, reflect on that. Reflect on moments where you're, you know, doing certain things and, and have this sort of reflective part of yourself uh, on most of the time. And so you have to look in to find your purpose. You have to have this self-awareness, this reflective moment. And you have to be disciplined about it, I guess, in the beginning. You have to get yourself into the mode of being reflective. One of the other ways you can do that, and, 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 and it's not just you looking in, it's others looking in as well, right? It's great to be able to speak to other people and say, hey, what do you see in me? What have you noticed about me? What do you see, uh, or, or you know, when is it that, that you feel I'm most alive and, and I'm most energetic and impactful uh, in, in our friendship or relationship or in, in things that you've seen me do? What is that for you? And, and people will give you input. So this concept of looking in is not just isolated to only you looking into yourself, but it's inviting and allowing other people to look in and give you observations about what you're seeing. And as they give you that information, some stuff will resonate with you and some stuff won't. And again, you approach that with curiosity. You say, okay, that's interesting. That I resonate with. That makes sense to me. Uh, that could be some vital information to help me define my purpose. The other stuff that I don't resonate with, I wonder why I don't resonate with it. Could it be true? And if it doesn't, it doesn't matter. This is your life. You don't have to take every suggestion and observation on board. 
but at least getting the information, uh, not only from yourself, but other people looking into your life, helps you to see things maybe you don't see in yourself. So, wow, you're really incredible when you're with people. Oh, gosh, I actually felt a little bit awkward in that situation. You know, so the point being there with that example is that sometimes you can get information from other people that helps you to get a clearer picture of yourself. And back to that sort of, that, that just heightens your level of self-awareness. And so have the courage to ask the questions for other people so that you can get a fuller sense of what, what your purpose may be. Some people will say, you know, just every time I interact with you, I just feel so encouraged or inspired. And, you know, that's just something that you should push into. And so, again, this looking in idea is really important. And I'm going to potentially sort of contradict myself here by saying that one of the things, and I'll talk about it in a second, is that when you are looking at discovering your purpose or refining your purpose, one of the things you have to do is is to be more internal referencing than external referencing. I've just said that it's important to get outside opinion, but I also said that that's, that's sort of up to you as to how much you take in of that. And one of the things that does prevent us from living out our purpose is we're looking outward all the time and comparing ourselves to other people. And I know that for myself, I, I've had to really work on this concept of what I've sort of coined as external referencing and decisions I make we're just thinking about other people and how they will respond to it or how they will react to it. Um, and, and what that does is it keeps you away from your own ideas and your own thoughts about yourself and about things and really makes you try and like sort out and sift through others' opinions, right? And so part of your purpose is, uh, is to be able to live it out from, from, from a place of authenticity within yourself. And sometimes living out your purpose is going to come with a little bit of resistance, right? And if you're not resolute on your purpose because it comes from an internal motivation and internal reflection, uh, and if it's only based on, on external validation, uh, those externals change. And so therefore your, your resolve can be whittled down and, and, and can be dissolved, right? Uh, when you are too external referencing, when you're taking too much opinion from the outside your resolve can dissolve and um, if that makes sense and so again i'm speaking here about purpose about what it is that what helps you find it and so those are the sort of things that help you to discover what your purpose is to look at what the raw ingredients may be to be able to discover what your purpose is and so now what i want to talk talk about now is is well, once you understand that, once you see that, once you've got an idea of what that could be, how do you then grow that? How do you refine it? Uh, how, do you be, how do you make it more real, right, to you? And how do you then make an impact with that? Because I think, or my belief at least, is that finding your purpose, living out your purpose, is good for you and it's good for the world. It's, it's, a, it's, it's sort of completely attached to impact in your life and in the world around you. So when you find your purpose, you're going to make more impact. At least that's my experience and my observation of other people and observation within myself. And so I want to talk about what are the things that we, can, we need to be doing to be growing this sense of purpose within ourselves and living from it from a more real and impactful place. And the first kind of thing that I think is, is really important is for us to not compare ourselves to other people. You know, I think again, like if I use the golf analogy, imagine walking around and going, well, I've got this club in my hands, but I really want that person's club. You know, I really want that there. Oh, they've got this and I don't have that. 
you know, one of the one of the great arts to living a great life is gratitude, you know, and appreciating what it is that you have. So often we're, we're, we're trying to focus on what we don't have instead of what we do have, right? And so a big part of building your purpose, refining it, uh, refining your impact in the world is to value what's in your hands. You know, again, when we're comparing ourselves, well, well, my skill set is not as valuable to, as this person's skill set. And maybe in the market, uh, you know, in different ways, that, that could be true in some senses, but you create the value out of your, of your own purpose, right? I know there's people around the world doing uh, things that you would think are not as valuable, but they're making a lot of money and they're, and they're reaching a lot of people with those things. And so when you're looking at what's in your hands, whatever you discover, those raw materials, try as best to validate that for yourself. You know, don't look too much externally for validation and valuation. It comes back to that external referencing thing. When, the minute we start comparing things, we start dissolving the value of the thing uh, that we have in ourselves. And so try stay away from comparing, right? Try and, the, the, there's that great saying, I can't, I can't remember who said it, but you know, they said, whatever you appreciate, appreciates. And so when you look at what's in your hands, you go, wow, okay, that, that's great. In, in what ways are these things uh, bring life and value to me in my life? How do they help me navigate my life? And, and, and value those things and appreciate them, right? I know for my life, I go, well, there's a golf club and this ability to speak and teach and the passion for life and leadership and impact. How am I going you know, to bring those two things together, right? And here we are, we're doing it. And a lot of what I do and speak about is that. Because I value it. I use these concepts on myself for me to make decisions in my own life, right? I think about... Uh, these analogies all the time it's it's a driving kind of uh, force in my life and the next thing you need to be able to do is to 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 courageously investigate and to courageously live out this purpose of yours again if you're if you're not comparing yourself to other people you're not always looking for external validation you're you're able to courageously share and live out this purpose to be able to communicate what it is that you have to give to the world and what you have to um, bring. And so you, you live from a place of courage. Again, you know, in a golf sense, there's many things that contribute to a, a, a bad shot or a shot that doesn't go where you want it to go, right? It could be very technical things in your golf swing. But more often than not, from my experience, again, of, of coaching this game for a number of years and being somebody who's played it for 25 years, uh, the one thing that kills shots more than anything else is indecision. You know, when you're standing over the ball, the golf swing happens in like, you know, just over a second from start to finish. And any bit of indecision, any percentage of focus away from what you're doing is going to diminish the outcome of the shot, right? And so a lot of the time, it's this indecision and this doubt that creeps into our minds, whether we, we're not clear on how far we need to hit the ball or what we need to be doing in our swing or, you know, the times when you play the best is when you're decisive, when you're confident, right? And you're making decisions and you're doing things with decisiveness. And so this idea of courage is to be able to go, yes, I feel a little unsure. I feel a little bit maybe self-conscious about sharing uh, what I'm passionate about and sharing my purpose with the world or, or living it out even or doing something that, that you know, helps me to do that and live it out. But that can come with some doubt. 
and some indecision, right? So if there's one tip that you can have from this for your golf game is to when you play a shot, make sure that you're being decisive about it. Have courage with the shot. You may be a bit nervous about it, but don't let that stop you from being decisive. You know, if, if, it's your, if it's your passion, if it's your purpose that you're wanting to live out, if it's something you're trying to explore, be courageous. I think it's Dan Sullivan from sort of the strategic coach that, that talks about, he says there's no such thing as fear and courage. He just says there's courage and there's lack of courage, right? Uh, you're always going to feel something uh, of sort of nervousness or anxiety when you're moving into a new space or discovering something about yourself or wanting to share that or live in that. But it takes courage to do that. Courage is the thing that I always like to say that connects you to everything else that you want to be. And so being courageous is the thing that's going to help you grow your purpose and grow the impact that you can have with the thing that's in your hands. The other point that you need to have, and we've got two of these to go, uh, is, is being able to take responsibility for it. Right? This is something that's been given to you by life and, and that that you have you know, just naturally, uh, a natural ability potentially, and, or maybe a life experience that you have. And th- these are gifts, right? I think of the, the sort of biblical par- parable of the story of the talents, where this master gives one person five talents, uh, or, or like these pieces of gold, and gives another two and another one, and he goes away and he says, look, look after this for me, and he comes back and he asks them how they did, and the one with five said he, got f- he did five more, um, the one with um, the one with uh, two got two more. The one with one said, "Well, no, I didn't do anything with it. I just buried it in the ground." Um, you know, and and the idea there is you've got you've got a gift, you've got an ability, you've got a talent, you've got an interest, you've got skills and expertise. What are you doing with that to grow it? And oftentimes, what that means is for you to take responsibility for it to own it, to say, this is being given to me. I need to nurture it. I need to, um, I need to develop it. I need to take responsibility for it. And again, you, 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 you know, oftentimes, if we don't take responsibility for something, it gets neglected, right? And the sort of hard truth in life oftentimes is that if you don't use something, you lose it, right? It's like, you know, like creativity. The more you use it, the more there is, Right? Um, there's an abundance to it. The more you exercise it and the more you use it, the more it just develops, right? But when you neglect it, it, it becomes rusty, you know, like your golf game. You know, the, if you don't play, you don't interact, you don't practice, gosh, you lose a bit of feel, you lose a bit of touch. It takes time to get back into that and you don't want to get yourself into a space where you're so disconnected from it that it takes you more time, more willpower, more effort to kind of get this thing going. And trust me, although I've been speaking about this in terms of like passion and enthusiasm uh, that this naturally sparks in you i've experienced for myself that if you distance yourself too much from these things that it does actually become harder sometimes to generate that sort of energy and electricity so to speak uh, from uh, from the thing that you're trying to do and then lastly the really important thing that helps you to grow what you're doing is to share it right Share what you have. Don't you know? With your purpose, the thing, the worst thing you can do is have like sort of this constricted uh, mindset about uh, you know how how much sort of opportunity there is in the world. And in other words, if you have something that you are passionate about, that you're purposeful about, that you want to have an impact with, then share it. Share it with people. Share your idea. Share your purpose with people. 
serve serve others with your purpose with what's in your hands and i think about just the great golfers of our time and maybe time gone by and i think of tiger woods how much inspiration and joy he gave to people and the world through the golf clubs that were in his hands you know think of the players today any any player that's playing really well you know you watch them there's a sense of excitement and a sense of a joy that they give to other people by watching them do what they do right and the same is true for you with your purpose. You, know, you, you, you give the best value and the highest level of contribution when you function from this place of purpose, your individual purpose. And it brings joy to people just naturally as a consequence of you sharing it. It brings value to other people. It encourages people, inspires people. And your purpose is, I guess this is one of the big points of today, your purpose is not meant for just you. Right? Your purpose your gifts, your abilities, the way you bring that together, the way you hold that together and the way you share that, it benefits other people. So your purpose is not just for you, right? Yes, there's so many benefits for you in finding your purpose and living from it, but the benefits go beyond you. They go to other people and, and our purposes in our lives, our individual purposes are not only there for us, they're there for us, for each other and to share them with others. And so today we've spoken about this big idea of purpose and I've kind of said that, you know, there's many concepts around there out there about purpose, but I think the best place to start in my experience and in my opinion is to start with asking the question of what's in your hands. And so we obviously know what the benefits are of living from purpose. There's more decisiveness, there's flow, there's creativity, there's confidence, there's a sense of calmness about life. There's not this high degree of anxiety about what's next and how, how are we going to survive and what we're going to do. There's a sense of decisiveness and calmness and clarity and positive emotion that helps you to generate these good things in your life. And there's all the benefits of that. And, and we, I've also shared with you how I think you, you can get to that point by asking these questions, reflecting on, on these things, heightening your level of self-awareness, asking other people, and then doing these few things that will help you to grow that purpose and, and hopefully through that, Grow your impact in the world. Grow your contribution in the world. And so we grow from giving, right? I think that's what Tony Robbins often says, is you, you grow by giving. And so you grow by sharing your gift, sharing your purpose with the world. And so lastly, again, just to reflect and leave you with the big question for today in this episode is, what's in your hands? And how are you going to make an impact with that that is in your hands. So thanks so much for, for joining. I hope you found today's session or today's episode rather just really inspiring and gave you some good thought, food for thought around that, that you do start living from a place of purpose so that you can really activate your impact in the world and uh, you know really uh, not only feel that joy and flow within yourself, that beautiful kind of experience, but that we could all watch you live out your purpose and through that experience watching that poetry in motion which would bring great benefit and inspiration to all of us out here so thank you so much for listening uh, please feel free to share this with somebody you think would enjoy it and get value from it um, and uh, yeah please uh, if you have any feedback please make sure that you send it to me uh, and like this and subscribe or share um, in that way so thanks so much and i look forward to our next moment together cheers